What's going on? The podcast, according to sources, I'm your guy, Sean Davis, SD2 Mics. And uh, I'm running usually a three man weave, but we'll go ahead and just run this 211. Got my guy, Chris Kaysen. I got BC is uh, unable to join us right now. If he can hop in in a few minutes, he'll do so. We are brought to you by Peyton Sports Network. You can go to PeytonSportsNet.com and you'll be able to watch all previous episodes of the podcast according to sources. Big day in Chicago basketball as the Western Conference Final and the Eastern Conference Final continue on. But the Bulls make splashes today in the NBA Ocean. Uh, of course, the Bulls started their bubble uh, workouts, and that was the big news, all the players. And then around 5.30 this afternoon, Chicago time, the news came down. Woj was the first one to break it on social media that Billy Donovan, former head coach of the Oklahoma City, Oklahoma City Thunder, is now the head coach for your Chicago Bulls. So C4, I want to get your initial reaction about the move before we start talking about some of the inside things that led to this hire. Yeah, uh, I think it's a very good hire, especially with where the team is at right now. I mean, one of the youngest rosters in the league, uh, Billy Donovan has shown just like over the course of uh, more so specifically this year, as opposed to like the first uh, four years, you know, in see that he's very good with young players. I mean, Oklahoma City Thunder, I think, had like a 2% chance to make the playoffs this season. Yep. And, you know, they won 44 games and, you know, basically, you know, took a Houston Rockets team uh, to seven games, you know, in the first uh, first round series there. So very good coach, very well respected around the league. Uh, I think the players will actually love, you know, playing for him. And that's something that wasn't uh, what well, was actually apparent just the last two years under Boylan. And what I think it does for the Bulls is now you have, you know, a coach in place now who can get there early. The season won't be beginning probably until next January, but now you have, you know, a coach who has all of this time now to begin, you know, putting his system into place. Players will start to identify their roles a little bit earlier. So, I think this is great, you know, as opposed to, you know, waiting, you yeah. know, probably until, you know, November or something. Now you have a coach in place. He can begin, you know, probably trying to get his staff in place there also. And it's perfect timing, you know, with the little mini uh, campus bubble starting this week as well also. Yeah, both AK and Billy Dominant release statements today. Uh, we'll start with AK. We are very pleased to welcome Billy and his family to the Chicago Bulls, the success that he's had sustained over the course of his coaching career puts him on a different level. And then uh, Billy Donovan, I want to thank Jerry, Michael, Arturis, and Mark for the opportunity to coach the Chicago Bulls. I also want to thank them for the time and effort they put into this hiring process. I'm excited to partner with Arturis as we move forward in the organization. I also want to go to something on June 6th of 2020. Arturis Karnaschovas met with the uh, the media and uh this is what he said he was looking for in his thought process going into the coaching search well coaching in the league is very difficult you know and uh to 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 make a decision about you know coaching is is, is really hard it's probably the hardest thing for for executives so i i look in a lot of uh, aspects um 
again, I've, I've had numerous conversations. Um, uh, that said, you know, I would like to, uh, to be in a building, uh, to be in practices, to be around, uh, you know, the coaching staff and meetings. Um, we're looking forward to getting in the video room together, um, you know, analyze um, uh, the games, uh, to watch games together. Um, you know, talking to players and, you know, coaches, obviously, everybody's disappointed by, you know, with the results of last year. Uh, they definitely underperformed. Uh, but uh, watching games, I'm excited to watch because there's a lot of talent on this team. Um, and I'm, again, in order for me to keep uh, players and coaches accountable, I have to have personal relationships with them. And that's what I need to cultivate. That's my objective of this offseason. So there you have it. Bulls, uh, VP of our basketball operations, uh, Arturis Karnasovic, talking about what he was looking for to establishing with the organization, not just the players, but also including what he was looking for and his next head coach, and he's landed on Billy Donovan. Let me tell you what excites me about this. Not so much the hire, and I really can't wait. We'll, we'll have another podcast because I know BC might have some different thoughts and different feelings about the hiring than we do, Chris. But I'm excited because in the previous podcast, you can go check out that podcast entitled Go Get Them, where we talked about the top three prospects. And we were saying if Mark Eversley and AK saw somebody that they wanted, it would be refreshing to see somebody in the Bulls front office make a bold move to go get who they wanted. Mm -hmm. And it seems like that they were uh, looking at guys that weren't as experienced as Billy Donovan. But once Billy Donovan became available, it seems like Arturis put on a full court press, identified him as the guy that he wanted and went and got that guy. We just talked about offline. We could tell the listeners, you can go read Adrian Wojnarowski's uh, article on ESPN.com where he talked about AK selling Billy Donovan on this job and using the word and, and, and forecasting this organization as, if I'm not mistaken, I want to paraphrase. He said, an anchor franchise in the NBA, an anchor franchise in the NBA. So when you think about what he did, he went out, he got his guy and then sold him on the product because there are better rosters out there that Billy Donovan could have become the head coach of, but somehow he decided to come to Chicago. Yeah. I just think, um, you know, when I hear anchor franchises, I just look at, you know, franchises like New York, um, the Lakers, yeah, Chicago, you know, those big, big market franchises. And when you look at the Bulls, the Bulls are, you know, a global brand, uh, more so than probably any other like organization, you know, in the league. And that's mostly due to, you know, Michael Jordan and, and the titles in the nineties. But, um, you know, as soon as he became available, as soon as it was announced that Donovan and um, the Thunder were parting ways, I immediately tweeted that, like, this is probably, like, the candidate the Bulls want, you know. Yeah. So, you know, then Kenny Atkinson more so than M.A. Adoka because now you have a coach who's not only has experience coaching, but, you know, playoff, you know, level coaching. He has experience with dealing with, 
big personalities, you know, Russell Westbrook, he has experience dealing with, you know, a guy like Chris Paul, who's probably one of the smartest players in the league. He has, you know, experience dealing with young talent and, you know, is always very poised, always very, you know, composed and well, like I said, well-respected around the league. So when a guy like that becomes available, like you got to go get him, man. I think the Bulls, you know, just the last two years they have underperformed uh, just based on the talent that's on this roster. A lot of it had to do with injuries. And then part, a lot of it, you know, was also they just didn't like, I don't think anyone liked playing for Boiling. They didn't buy into anything he was saying. He lost that team basically as soon as he took over. Uh, so, you know, having Donovan in here now, I think is going to be very refreshing for the players. You're going to see, you know, some very positive PR stuff start to come out. Yep. You know, very shortly, we already seen uh, Billy Donovan get like huge, uh, huge show of support from you know Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal, Joakim Noah. Yeah, yep. I mean, just a very, very good coach, very well respected, and you know the Bulls' best coach, you know, since you know Tom Thibodeau. So, all of our listeners out there, if you're watching us right now, feel free to send your questions. We'll try to answer them as best as we can. Try to give you some insight. Uh, we're going to touch on some things. We know that uh, we talked about this in previous podcasts, how important it was that uh, they refreshed the organization for someone like Laurie Marketing. I mean, he is, in my opinion, one of the keys to whether or not this roster as it currently sits is able to make it into the playoffs next season and then continue to grow and develop. That's one of the things that I think Billy Dunham is going to come in. He's going to watch during this mini bubble. And he's going to say, man, who are the guys, who are the three guys that I can say can be the anchor for this team? And then we'll make moves because they do have financial flexibility moving forward over the next two to three years to be be able to go ahead and be a big player in free agency. You hear the names, Anthony Davis. Uh, it might be a Hail Mary to think about Giannis until Anticocampo yeah. coming here. But they're going to have that opportunity to do so. Now, we have my guy Kevin Vassar said he likes to move. I know there are a lot of people uh, that are Chicago fans that aren't necessarily residents of Chicago anymore, but they're around the country, yeah. and they were chiming in. And a lot of people were saying, meh, you know, because, because of, I guess, his lack of being a coach that can get you to A to C. He's a good A to B coach. Now, I will say this. One of the things I also like is that he was a longtime coach for the Team USA program for the 17 and under uh, team. And I believe his last team was the 2014 team where he had Harry Giles and Jason Tatum and that squad. So pretty much the young stars that exist in the league today, they went through that Team USA uh, funnel, and uh, Billy Donovan was able to touch them, build a relationship with them. So that might bode well in free agency or somehow might bode well uh, via the draft or connections or agents. We know the NBA, and we talked about how deals happen, and the Bulls hopefully with AK and Mark Eversley and their connections are going to get into that web of NBA moves and causing things to happen down the line and building those relationships. So we talked about the hire. We talked about AK, and uh, he uh, allowed the people to hear what AK was looking for in the coaching search. Why did Billy Donovan choose the Bulls? As we said before, he could have gone to Philly. He could have gone to Houston. Uh, OKC 
is a job he could have stayed. They said it was a mutual decision between him and OKC that they will part ways. But there were better jobs out there if you just look at the roster or you look at them having a star player. Why would Billy Donovan choose the Chicago Bulls? Oh, well, I think if, even if you look at that Philadelphia job, I, you, you're coming in there with already, you know, a roster that, you know, needs some retooling. Yeah. Uh, very high, you know, salary cap. They really don't have too much flexibility to do anything. You have two stars there and Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, but there's like some differences between how I, I think they believe how the team should operate as far as how the team plays. So I don't think any like coach like Billy Donovan, you don't want to go into that atmosphere because first of all, there's pressure there already because it's still a good team. So are you saying there won't be pressure here in Chicago? I mean, there, there's pressure, but you already, you're coming in, you know, basically looking to mold and develop as opposed you go to Philadelphia. The expectation is now like, Hey, we put out, you know, the first round, like, can you get us at least to the Eastern Conference Finals? Yeah, yeah. Like, can you find a way to make a lineup of Joel Embiid, Al Horford, and Ben Simmons work? I mean, because you can't trade Al Horford at all. So it's a roster that, you know, is going to need some type of very imaginative stuff going forward. So I think that situation will probably – I can't see Dan – I see Dan Tony being the guy to go there. I have no idea – what type of system he would employ there, who handles the ball, you know, who creates there. But I think he'd probably be one of the top candidates to go there. But with this situation, I just think, you know, you're in a big market, you know, so you have now you're under a new front office regime. So there's excitement here now. And I believe he's looking at things in the next three years. You already have like a burgeoning star and Zach Levine. You have Laurie Markinen who, you know, I think Billy can do some great things with him. First of all, just getting him involved in the offense, right? You know, to begin with, making him a central part of the offense. I mean, and then you got a guy who can push the ball up and down the floor, and Kobe White. So you also got to underutilize big and Wendell Car- uh, if he can stay healthy. Well, yeah, that, and if I think you know the fact that basically all his opportunities came, you know, just going to get the ball off the offensive glass, you know, either dunking it back or, you know, putting the ball back in. There wasn't, they can run offense through him. He's actually a very good passer. They just haven't utilized him in that way. So I, there's talent on this team. It's kind of like not proven yet as a cohesive unit just because of the injuries. But I just think if you're Billy Donovan, you looked at the opportunity, you looked at what opportunities will be available going forward. You look at the market, you look at the resources that are behind things, and I think it's a no-brainer you take this job. It's amazing because I think the clock starts ticking for me on AK with this draft and next year's free agency. I think I'm going to give him this draft, next year's free agency, and then the uh, draft after that to say, okay, now let's see how he meshes and what moves he makes with the current roster so I can have some type of clear direction where we're headed. As I said before, you know, starting next year, the books are going to be clear. They're going to be able to at least sign one big-time free agent and maybe one uh, middle-of-the-road free agent to improve this roster. I think after one year, because, you know, I, 
I took some calls today on ESPN 1000, and um, people are actually talking about six and seven seed next year, just based on this move. And I'm like, man, that's I don't know, especially when you include KD and Kyrie coming back to Brooklyn. Some other teams, if John Wall comes back to Washington, they already have Bradley Bill. It's like we just don't know how things are going to shake out. The biggest thing for me is just being able to watch the Bulls consistently, having a consistent core on the court and seeing what they can do. That right there within itself will be a victory. Yeah. One of the amazing things I want to point out, I looked it up. Uh, Offensive efficiency, even with Chris Paul, OKC was only like 15th in the league, offensive efficiency. And then, like, at pace of play, they were, like, 18th in the league. Interesting, because I know you spoke, uh, had a time, uh, a chance to speak to some of the players, and they talked about, before they went to the bubble, they talked about some of the things that they would like to see, especially offensively. Go ahead and, like, let the people know some of the things they talked about they would like to see before they knew who their new head coach would be. Yeah, well, it's just, you know, easier opportunities for baskets, you know, getting yeah. the ball, pushing it up. Down the court, you have athletes. You have Lloyd Marketing who can grab the ball and push it up the floor. You have Wendell Carter, who's not a slow big at all. You have, you know, Kobe White, you know, who can grab the ball and push it in transition. You have a freak athlete in Zach Levine. So obviously looking to get up and down the floor more, but that also comes with, you know, stops on the defensive end. And that's something the Bulls are going to have to work very diligently on uh, this offseason and, improving especially you know stopping you know easy baskets stopping the corner three which they gave up a lot of last year so um i think billy will help that i mean when you look at pace with okc and you look at having chris paul there chris paul is not trying to push the ball up and down the floor at all anymore at 35 i mean what chris paul did do was think lead the nba in like clutch scoring so basically that you're predicated around um, a system of letting him do what he does best. But this situation is going to be, you know, very different because I think this will be like the year they hand Kobe White the reign and be like, hey, you know, we, you're working on your playmaking, you're working on like all this stuff, you know, basically the keys are yours now. So that's going to be interesting to see because to me, Kobe's strength, you know, at least, you know, all throughout high school and college was a scoring. And now, you know, at six, five, you know, now you're trying to basically learn the, when to slow things down. You're trying to learn how to read pick and roll defenses, the different uh, coverages. And now you're trying to get easier shots for people. So that's going to be an adjustment, but, you know, I think Donovan will come in here and he'll implement some things that'll get Zach easier looks as opposed to Zach needing to ISO all the time. You'll get, you know, situations where Laurie is catching the ball more so on the move now than just settling for, uh, you know, threes all the time. So I'm kind of excited about the move. I wouldn't venture to say that Billy Donovan has had point guards that are ISO, ISO dominant in Russell Westbrook and Chris Paul. Hmm. When he gets this roster, I think you'll start to see some more of the things that he implemented when he was at the University of Florida, when he had two bigs that pretty much they ran the offense through with Joe Keem, Noah, Al Horford, and they had shooters on the perimeter. 
and they had wing defenders and they pressured the ball and turned you over. Like that is the system that he taught at Florida. That is the system he taught the team USA. And I think once he got to OKC, he adapted to what he was given. Um, I thought they played very well. I know a lot of people will talk about um, Russell Westbrook and that MVP season and just letting him do whatever he wanted to do. And then Chris Paul coming in, and like you said, he's not trying to push the ball. You know, he wants to dominate the ball. But in the same breath, I think when he gets a kid like Kobe, he's able to shape and mold him the way that he would like to shape and mold him in that offense that could bowl well for the Bulls and definitely can bowl well for Kobe White and his development. So do you think they missed the boat? Is there anybody else out there that you would have liked to see as the Bulls head coach other than Billy Donovan? Is there somebody that you had pegged and said, this is that guy, I think they should go get him. And you're saying to yourself, yeah, Billy Donovan is nice, but I wish we could have gotten this guy. Uh, I mean, when you look at the candidates that are out there, um, you know, most of them, and you look at, you know, who was rumored to be like actually, you know, on their radar, a lot of it was, you know, this would have been their first yeah. uh, head coaching job. So, I mean, I don't know how you sell it to fans at all, but, you know, I think the top guys would have been like an Adrian uh, Griffin, Wes Unsell Jr. You would have had a um, Kenny Atkinson. But, you know, this gives you a guy who already has, you know, head coaching experience, has a very good record. I think like a 60 uh, percent winning percentage, has playoff experience, yep. has experience coaching, you know, big personalities, which I believe will bode well for just future when you're talking about, you know, getting like big name free agents here. And, you know, also like in terms of helping develop like younger players, when you look over there at OKC, like the Terrence Ferguson's, the Hamadou Diallo's, you know, the Darius Baisley's, like those guys, those guys are playing, you know, the, even uh, Lou Dort. You Lou look Dort. At, yeah. yeah. You, look, you know, those guys during the season and they're actually playing, you know, even going to shade, those guys are playing pivotal roles, like in the playoffs, you know, Chris Paul, I think is, you know, a large part for, you know, some of that, but a lot of that is coaches and putting them in positions to succeed. So, you know, if you're a Bulls fan, I think you always take things with a grain of salt just because of what's been going on, you know, the last two decades, but, you know, I think we, like all need to give this regime like at least some type of like leeway, you know, for now, at least give things a chance as opposed to, you know, always being pessimistic like we're used to because we're used to like that not getting our way, not getting, uh, you know, that player, not getting, you know, whatever it is. But I think, you know, let's give this some time. We have a long time before next season starts. So let this guy get in here, implement his system, and, you know, let's see how things, you know, look the first couple of months. Man, what I'm excited about is no matter how you feel, you can be a Bulls fan that's pessimistic, you can be optimistic over the top, or you can just say, hey, I'm just going to let this play out and see where it goes. Either way, you have a guy at the helm of this organization that knows how to sell your team. Yeah. That's what you can take from this move. Arturis Karnaschovic knows how to sell this team to coaches, and hopefully we'll see that when it comes time for free agency and players. But you can feel good 
about the guy that's at the helm. He knows who he wants this and how he wants this organization to be viewed around the league. And he's a darn good salesman when it comes to doing that. That's what you've just seen in the hiring of Billy Donovan as your Bulls head coach. As always, the podcast according to sources. Uh, I am SD2 Mike Sean Davis, my guy Chris Kaysen. We usually run the three-man weave with my guy Brian Crawford. He was unavailable this evening, so we just decided to come off, uh, come on and give you guys a little bit about the hiring of Billy Donovan. We're going to give you another podcast probably in the next 48 hours to follow up this one. Once we hopefully will hear from Billy Donovan in the next 48 hours, the Bulls will let us know when he'll be available. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Zach Levine, too, who had, like, the video of the day. I don't know if you saw this. He was on Facebook gaming when he found out that Billy Donovan was the head coach, and his reaction was priceless. It was like – it was almost a relief, right? Because as a player, you don't know who the next head coach is going to be. And when he heard, he's like, yeah, yeah, he's a good head coach. Yeah. Finally, I got somebody in here that's competent that I can rock with. Doesn't have to worry about, you know, timeouts, you know, with yep. five seconds left and they're down <laughs> anymore. So. Down 13, right, right. So before I let people go, C4, I want you to let people know what you've been writing on. You're a great writer. See, they, they can find yourself in Forbes. They can find yourself in GQ. Uh, I know you have a Kobe White story up. Yeah. What else do you have in the mix? Um, basically just doing something, uh, probably be up, who knows, in a next couple of days talking about the you know our opportunity initiative that's coming here in chicago is basically uh it was basically co-partnered with nipsey hustle uh real estate uh, developer david gross um this will be like the first initiative here in chicago they're going to be basically uplifting like uh one i think a 134 unit property in uh, on the south side of chicago but it's in partnership with uh, the MBPA. I think Lou Alding and Robert Covington, you know, are the faces behind that. So a uh, very exciting initiative coming here in Chicago. Uh, one of, I think, two phases of their initiative. But yeah, that's the next thing that I'm working on right now. That's what's up. I want to say shout out to everyone that watched and chimed in. Uh, Kataka, I see you. KV, Kevin Bass, I see you. DG, my guy. Mikhail Harris, LeVar Faulkner. Uh, my girl TT, Tanisha Manuel, we appreciate you guys chiming in, saying that you love. Uh, someone sent, asked a question. Uh, what do you think the free agency pitch will be? That's that's a great question. I think that has to come with what this team does year one under Donovan. You know, the talent, I think the talent is there. The Bulls don't really get credit just because they kind of underperformed the last two years. Like I said, a lot of that injury, just because you haven't had your actual core on the floor together, you know, so hopefully, you know, injuries, knock on wood, hopefully this team does get a full season or at least, you know, 70 plus games together. So you can see how they complement, you know, one another. I don't even think Zach and, you know, Laurie, I don't have the numbers in front of me. I'm not certain that they've played, you know, 60 games together, you know, but, you know, the pitch I think will be, you know, basically just similar to what uh, Billy Donovan was pitched. You know, this is the, like, this is one of the anchor franchises, you know, he can sell them on. I'll do whatever it takes to win here. Um, 
you know, they have the talent. So whether you want to package that and then do something else, but I think you finally have, you can actually have a serious pitch now to those free agents as opposed to those free agency meetings where guys are just coming here for due diligence, you know, Chicago is a layover before they go on to, you know, whatever, uh, whatever other city it is you actually have now, you can have a serious conversation. The agents spec, uh, respect this new regime in there. There's like no type of discomfort anymore. So I think that opens up the door to have those serious free agent talks now, as opposed to how things have been just the last 20 plus years. And my guy, Kevin Vassar is asking about available free agents and uh, the moves that the Bulls will be able to make in the next couple of years. I will say the big of the albatross in the room or the organization financially, of course, Otto Porter Jr. Yeah. That player option, we know that comes off the books. As you said before, they'll have a chance to go out and get a big-time free agent and possibly a mid-tier free agent. And uh, just keep this in mind, people. Bradley Bill has a player option next year. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, and even going to next year, I think uh, just off the top of my head, I mean, guys, like, I don't think it's a like a star-studded. Um, I think, you know, you look at – AD, LeBron, who I don't think is going anywhere. Uh, I think Paul George and Kawhi could become available. Um, yeah. I think Drew Holiday, Victor Oladipo is in there. Uh, players like Gordon Hayward, DeMar DeRozan, you know, are in that uh, that class also. So, I mean, there's there's guys there. I think Giannis is up there too. But, yeah. you know, there'll be guys that you can actually have conversations with if they make sense depending on what this team how they want to play and what they look like you know when the season starts yep podcast according to sources john davis sd2 mics my guy c4 dunk you can follow him chris Kaysen. and uh man as i said before go to peyton sports network peytonsportsnet.com all of our previous shows are archived there we're streaming on all platforms all digital platforms and um it's September. The mini bubble is happening for the Bulls right now. We know that the draft is coming up in October. And uh, we've been told uh, basically right now, don't think about NBA basketball once the uh, NBA finals is done until 2021, early 2021, which means next season is going to go into the fall as well because they're going to play a full 82 game schedule according to NBA executives. So for my guy, Chris Kaysen and my guy, Brian Crawford, We'll see you all this weekend where we'll give you a more expansive podcast talking about the Bulls, the NBA playoffs, and what to look for. That's what we're going to get into. Billy Donovan and what to look for from each player in the starting five and how they can be impacted by the hiring of Billy Donovan. We'll get at you this weekend. According to sources, three dudes from the game who love the game talking the game. We'll see you guys this weekend.